Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam, and this is episode 196, and it is Notorious Release Day. Even though it doesn't feel like it because I felt like the release day was Worlds a couple weeks ago, so the set has pretty much been out for two weeks. I think we calculated around 300 cases of the set is already out in the public because of BRs, team sealed, prize support, everything like that. So it feels like a release, but then it also doesn't feel like a release. It's kind of an odd um, situation it is right now. But for all of us peasants that didn't go to Worlds, now have the ability to get a hold of some Notorious. I got my case today. I will be posting that video up on YouTube as soon as we are done recording this podcast. With me today, we have our buddy Mile King, our buddy down in Australia, Mork, and from Florida, Iron Man himself, Iron Mike. Mike, how's it going? It's going good. Thanks for having me, Adam. I get the privilege to meet Mike once a year, and that's always at the Champion Clicks Open because he's all the way down in Florida and doesn't get up here that much. But I do always see him playing League of Legends, so it's nice to get him <laughs> off that game and onto something else. I swear, every time I go on a Discord, Mike, you must be pretty up almost to that competitive level for League of Legends. I've never played the game, but it must be fun if you play it so much. It is pretty fun. I leave it open on the computer a lot of times when I work from home, so sometimes I'm on without being on. Gotcha. Um, so the point of today's episode is we are going to be building with the Black Lantern keyword. Also, we'll probably play with some monster, but we want to, that's the big hype for this set. Uh, Deceased isn't really as good because those are just plug and play figures. I feel like they can fit on any team. Probably the best Deceased figure, in my opinion, is Superman. Can anybody else convince me otherwise? Hmm. I would say he's probably the number one. As of right now, I'm sure maybe playtesting will provide some other answers, but off the rip, I would agree. Yeah, I, I cannot convince you otherwise, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I Joker. Just, you think Joker? <laughs> um, I think Joker is probably going to be your second best one. Um, Superman is definitely the best, especially as a sideline active. It's, it's hard to top Superman. Um, if you play in main force, I think 75 is the best way. Yeah, I think second might be Joker or Batman. Batman has that really cool power where uh, people adjacent to him have protected mind control and something else. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty good. Uh, Wonder Woman's really not that good. Hawkman's not that good until you get him to that dead click. So I think it's Superman and then it's a battle between Joker and Batman, and then probably... I will say Hawkeye or Hawkman is probably the best looking of the five. Yeah. Uh, and people have been reading his card wrong. Um, I do correct a few people at Worlds. They think that that 
special damage power gives people protected pulse wave, and it does not. Um, so I know that someone traded that figure thinking that's exactly why. Because it says friendly characters with JLA have JSA, protected outwit and protected pulse wave. So everyone was thinking that gave anyone with JLA the JSA team ability and protected mm -hmm. outwit and protected pulse wave. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who are wondering what is that crackling noise, that is Miles Hamster on his laptop it's, going as fast as he can oh, cool. to keep up it's with the internet up. right now. Um, no, yes. the, he, uh, Miles says he has a busted fan on his laptop, so you might hear that whenever he is talking. Um, yes. But yes, the, the Black Lanterns fit on a lot of different teams, but the, the Cease ones are kind of plug-and-plays, and really the Black Lanterns you have to play together. So before we go over the teams that we are coming up with, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Black Lanterns. So we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, only 10 Black Lanterns right now. Technically 12 if you want to count the Scott Porters because they will be on Black Lantern teams as well. Uh, so we're just going to go down the line real quick. Uh, Black Hand, he is probably the worst of all of them. <clears throat> Correct? Yeah, for yes. the un for being an uncommon. Yeah, he's not terrible, terrible, yeah. but he definitely isn't your go-to. He's not top five. He's definitely bottom five. Probably, yeah. yeah, arguably the worst. But he's still um, just because he's the worst doesn't mean he's bad, though. I don't think. No, uh, he, I he, think I think he's playable in pulp. Pulp, yes, yeah. he can yeah, make yeah. grave markers mm -hmm. for free. He's one of the only one of three that can do that, so yeah. he can just make one. Uh, he does have TK, he does have Perplex, but he does not have uh, leadership, which hurts him. He does start off with a running shot Psychic Blast, but that's only at 115. First off, you're never playing any of these figures at full. If you are, you're just bad at the game. Mm -hmm. uh, you're always <laughs> playing him at low because Necron's a thing. So at his low dial, he just has Stealth, TK, Mastermind, Perplex. Not the best, um, but also not the worst. Yeah, um, it's good utility if you're not running a porter. Yes. You know, if you do want, you know, if you don't want to run the porter with TK, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but you know, he's got the uh, the TK. If you need an uncommon, or maybe you just don't want to buy another Scott Porter and you just want to use the uncommon guy that you pulled in your brick, he's he's still pretty good. Yep. Um, Necron is the must. He is the you have to play him on any team you play with Black Lanterns strictly because he is the one that lets people that have Black Lantern keyword heal above their starting line. So he is a must. Uh, 40 points always. You're never playing him at 175 or 125 because you're always healing him up to those spots anyways. Um, he's overall uh, the must you have to have on the team. Batman is also probably a must over him. Mm -hmm. Or not yeah. over him, but right there with him just because he um, does exactly what you want a alpha strike piece to do. He can make a hindering train marker for free. And then he can just bloop to any grave marker on the map anywhere, which is crazy. And then at his low point dial, he has flurry and sidestep. So he has, so he's doing a 11 for three. He has outwit and he is probably arguably the one black lantern that you don't want to heal. But I don't think steel energy is an option. Is that correct? All right. Yeah, it has to trigger. No. You, yeah. Um, he's also the best because you didn't mention it. His grave markers makes it to where their line of fire is blocked. They yeah, he's got it. an insane yes. amount so, of durability for your team. Just a lot of protection. 
he's insane for 40 points. I think he, I was yes. shocked. I think he easily could have been, should have been one of the 50 slots instead of like Green Arrow or someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the problem, the only downside about him is that when you do get that first attack off, you lose your flurry uh, and sidestep. So it's not the best, but it's not the greatest. He doesn't, he does, he does, uh, excuse me, he does have stealth, so he will have an 18 combat reflexes, but he won't be able to make two attacks in one turn anymore. Um, but it's not horrible. If you get that first attack off for six damage, um, you're pretty much good for most of the game. And he's only 40 points if he does die. Uh, Superman. Uh, there's a debate about Superman, uh, whether he's good or not. I think he's really good, st strictly for the fact that for 120 points, you are getting a 9 hypersonic, 12 super strength, 20 defense with invincible, and a 4 damage CCE with exploit weakness. Mm -hmm. um, he is the only leadership that Black Lantern has, if you do strictly Black Lantern keyword. Um, he is 120 points, though, so that's usually around three other Black Lanterns that you could fit on your team for this one guy. So he, the one thing about him is he's going to hit somebody really hard, but if he runs into a shape change or a senses, uh, it's kind of a swing and a miss, and he does have that 20 defense, but nowadays 20 defense isn't really doesn't really hold up as much as it used to. Uh, he can't be outwitted unless his damage power has been outwitted first, so you do need to double outwit him. Or there are other things out there like Pegasus Cap, the Talon Prime with the target thing. So there are ways to get around his defense. Cosmo is also another thing. But um, I think he's good. Uh, but like I said, the problem is he only hits one person really hard. With a Scott Porter, he's go in with a Grave Marker in his hand because if he has a Grave Marker as an object attack, he gets plus one attack and plus one damage. He's a 15 for 7. Uh, so yeah, he hits somebody really hard. Uh, there's a lot of stop-click people out there, a lot of super senses, stuff like that, so there are ways to kind of just um, bypass that big damage output by getting one of those. Uh, Wonder Woman is probably the worst of the Black Lanterns. Mm -hmm. Again, she's probably the best at her low dial, and then she does get better stats once you heal her up, but she does lose the reflexes and super senses, and she just gets impervious. So when you're on those low dials, you are getting that four through six super senses, and you are getting blades. Now, she is swinging for, let's say, a 13 for five, so she's kind of like a Superman, but uh, she's definitely the most passable of all the um, Black Lanterns. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing that hurts Wonder Woman is her lack of, lack of mobility, and just an eight movement with charge is just very low. And yeah. she usually isn't wouldn't be the one that you'd want to primarily be moving around with a TK. So I think she definitely has a lot of offense that's you know slept on. She also is harder to heal up to that. She takes four clicks to heal the top dial, whereas most of the other ones are only taking three. But I do think that if you can get her to top dial, she would definitely be a sleeper that most people would probably be focusing your Superman or your Martian Manhunter or something. And then she could be surprising people with, you know, like you said, a 13 attack with five, six damage if she's carrying an object. Yeah. Uh, she does deal penetrating damage if the opposing character is in a friendly grave marker, so she does kind of have exploit weak 
this up close, so that is something. She does have a double target, which is also nice, but she definitely yeah. is the weakest of them. Um, Aquaman, we know Miles loves Aquaman, so Miles, I'll have you hype this guy up. Um, yeah, he's he's great. There's so many ways to get the water terrain from the generating the um, grave markers because there's no matter what, wherever grave marker is, there's going to be eight squares of water, so that's going to help protect him. Um, the real bread and butter for him, though, I think is Red Ring, getting that um, penetrating poison. And teamed up with Batman, not only does he have Dolphin, but now if it goes through a um, grave marker, he now has is blocked. So you have to get up close. And so that's going to put you in position to be poisoned. Um, he's real easy to heal. Um, he's I mean, he's a, what, a 12 for 4 with blades. So he's going to be hitting hard. Uh, you can give him a 13 for 5, technically up to a 14 for 5 with uh, Scott Porter, as well as some other shenanigans like Apocalypse and Genesis. Um, for 40 points, I think that besides Batman, he's probably the best 40-point figure. Um, and he, yeah, I'd probably put him at top tier. Um, I mean, I might be biased. Which I'm no, totally I would, I would with. agree with a lot of what you're saying. For 40 points, he is definitely a bargain. He's, he's not quite as yeah. missed, uh necessary as batman is but he's he's right behind batman where if you're going to pay 40 points for batman you might as well look in the door right next door for 40 points and snag him too it's such a bargain for 40 yeah, his... yeah him and wonder woman it's it's huge it's a huge difference because wonder woman is i don't even know how she's five more points than him or batman i really don't i yeah. think it's the battle fury the the battle fury is a positive and a negative for him because yes, he does get through shape change. He can't be mind controlled, but he can't be carried. So it is a good thing and a bad thing for him. He can also make uh, terrain markers pretty easy because if a Necron makes a terrain marker, then all squares or all clear squares around that are considered water terrain. Therefore, he can make one in one of those. So he can make them pretty yeah. easily. Uh, Wonder Woman, I forget how she makes it. It's uh, when Wonder Woman KOs an opposing kills. character. Yeah, she has to kill someone to make a grave marker, and then Superman yeah, yeah. has to hit his leadership to make a grave marker. Um, so he can yeah, make so grave I'm, markers pretty easily. Yeah, it's pretty automatic. He's one of the other auto, essentially, because like you said, you're going to have a Necron, so you auto do it with Necron, and then you auto do it again with um, Aquaman. Yeah, he's also yeah, the, the... Penetrating poison from six. That's huge. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's also the best looking of the Black Lantern. In person, for sure. In person, for sure. Uh, next one, I think a lot of people are sleeping on. That's Martian Manhunter. So he doesn't start out the greatest. So 60 points, you're starting out with a speed power, which is sidestep and stealth, which is not bad. And then when he is attacked, you can move him up to two squares, which is good. And then he has an attack power, which is second blast, steel energy, but for close and range attack. And then he also has range. He ignores characters, elevation, and hindering. Make a range attack. Hit characters not occupying any grave terrain marker. Take a max of one damage. After resolutions, move a hit character up to four squares. Then generate a grave marker terrain marker into their square. And then he does have shape change. And then if he hits it and succeeds, deal the attacker damage equal to the amount of action tokens on them. But then you heal him up to that full. He's an 8 running shot with a 12 that attack power, 19 impervious, 4 damage with that damage power. So, I I like him a lot. Uh, he doesn't see through hindering. 
Uh, he doesn't see through anything, but he can move through blocking and people, which is nice. So he can just run through a wall and make an attack. Uh, so he yeah. can see through hindering. It's really easy with Necron to give him, because they're giant, to put someone in that grave terrain marker. And then you're able to do his range, which is Psychic Blast for four gotcha. at top dial. Yeah, he's actually my favorite of them. And yeah, I think he is highly underrated. Um because it's so easy to drop those terrain markers with Necron. He only has a five range. So you can sidestep with Necron. You can put nine nine squares of reach wherever mm -hmm. you want. And now that's just what happens to be Manhunter's reach is nine. So you can always make sure that there is a grave marker underneath. And then you can put him into the side of a kill box. Yep. Yeah, another thing about Manhunter is he's the most durable aside from Superman. He's got nine clicks. Superman only is the only other one yeah. uh, who has ten. And nobody ever, the other guys will have eights or sevens. So Manhunter is the most durable. He has uh, the rollout with uh, shape change, his whole dial, which is good. Uh, and he has stealth at the back half. So he's a slippery one, obviously, like you'd expect from your Manhunter. Uh, so, yeah, I think he has a lot of durability. That would be frustrating for people if he's also getting healed. Yep, for sure. Uh, and then the next one is probably arguably, like, right there with Necron and Batman, but that's Green Arrow. Now, I didn't really? think much of Green Arrow when he first came out. Oh, see, I thought he was – I think he's worse than Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Hold, hold on. Hold, hang on. I can't. I can't put him at that level, no. but I, I, I'm right there with you, though. Mike. So so here's the thing with Green Arrow. So first off, he's 50 points. He starts off with sidestep, <laughs> uh, perplex willpower, and attack power. So you're obviously not staying on that, so you're healing him up to full, which is a running shot, 12 attack with that special power, 18 ESD, and 2 damage RCE. He has precision strike, which is great, so that helps you with super senses. And then when he makes an attack, the target cannot positively modify their defense so there's no defend there's no esd uh, nothing like that so that's always great too so precision strike and you can't up your defense perfect and then he has another trait which is he can use probability control which is the only one for the black lanterns but then after the first time he can use it any number of times as long as he removes a grave terrain marker within four squares of him. So he can potentially just keep going as long as there's enough uh, grave markers around him. He also has Blaze Claws Fangs from range, and when he hits an opposing character uh, who's not occupying a friendly grave marker, that hit character is given an action token, and then you generate a hindering terrain or a grave terrain marker in his square. So he's got Precision Strike. He's a 12 for 2. He'll then be a 13 for 3 because of uh, RCE. Then you have the JLA ability, which gives you plus 1 attack to whatever team ability you are. So then he's a 14 for 3. If you put a porter on the team, he's a 15 for 3 for 50 points. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you messed up one thing with uh, the prob. It's actually better than the way you said it. It's not 4 squares from him. It's from the target. From the target, so sorry. Yeah, from the tar no, and that's that. There's a huge distinction between that with him having seven range. I'm not sure if I would be willing to remove my grave markers though. 
that's my biggest thing. My biggest knock on this guy is his second trait with the attacks because, like you said, you're obviously playing him with Scott Porter, and if you, like you said, you just uh, set all of his stats, he can get up to like 14 for three or whatever. Like he doesn't need probs, I don't think. I think that, pro and I don't, I think your grave markers are way more precious than uh, using prob on your 14 attacker. 100%. I think, and you also have a prob with your Scott Porter or uh, the theme yep. team if you're playing, like one of those Porters has it raw and then the other one has the theme team. So I think that trait is really wasted on him. And I also think he's by far the squishiest. So he's easy, I think he's easily the easiest fodder for, uh, you know, some, uh, what's a carnage surfer who's just going to swing by get a quick kill on him with only a 17 defense and then go look around to smack your Superman or your somebody else after he's already killed him. So I think he's just, or just a sitting duck most of the times. True. The, the other, uh, argument i'll make is that yes silver surfer can come in if he does though he's going in at a 20 defense from range if he does come up close to you if you are playing a genesis apoc team he does have the rollout because he does have blades claws fangs mm -hmm. i also think that with blades his attack power is also pretty useless like you have blades claws fangs with range attacks i don't know if that's necessarily worth it sometimes when you have a guaranteed four damage with a scott porter on the team yeah so it's a well, lot of his, a lot of his things are to me are very redundant like two out of his three powers are very redundant i feel yeah and that's with him being the squishy that that's where my main concern is because i understand that you can heal him up but he's not going to be your first that i would be superman Exactly. That was you beating by one second because I also have been yeah. prioritized. You got to prioritize who you're going to heal. Yeah. For me, like if you're running a Superman, he's obviously your number one. But no matter who you're running, like who your primary attacker is, maybe it's a Superman, maybe it's a Manhunter, you heal them first. Your next heal, in my opinion, has to go to Necron because if Necron dies, you're screwed because uh, another, like a Surfer, anybody could just come in and snipe him, 17 defense, do three pen quick penetrating damage, and then the rest of your team can't heal. So in my opinion, so, you have to do your main attacker first, and then Necron's taking your second heal, and you're probably not getting more than that. So you turn two is when you could heal some of your secondary guys, and it may and Green Arrow would be at the bottom of my list. So and I'd that's why Necron at 75, I think, is actually might end up being the best play because of how squishy he is. Because you're not going to heal him first. Um, you give him that extra dial with Psychic Blast to make him more of an attacker. I think there could be potentially something there because, yeah, he can be one shot at 40 points because you can only heal once <laughs> a turn because, you know, you have the Indigo Ring. So that's where it's tough because now all of a sudden Necron's going to be someone's top priority. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do think he is probably the, if you're playing a Superman and a Martian Manhunter or Necron, he is not going to be your first um, support role person. I think he's going to mm -hmm. be like turn two, turn three. Um, but I think he's essential because, just because of the precision strike. He has the prob, I think, just so he doesn't miss. I mean, if you're swinging at a 15 and you miss more than twice, you need new dice. But I think it's there just in case. Um, I like the blades because it's just like a uh, a death stroke. You know, if you roll that six, it's a game changer. Also, the fact that he is giving people action tokens as well. 
So I think he has positives. So I do think he's up there, in my opinion. But mm. that's why we do these podcasts. We all have different opinions. That's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with the willpower squishiness, but you know I'm a big fan of Blade, so whilst it's a risk <laughs> of like having four guaranteed, I'm a risky guy. I'm there to roll dice. So yeah, it, if, if, if I were playing Green Arrow, that mm -hmm. is. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of greater options to choose from. Um, he, but if I pull one, I'm probably going to build around him. Like, yeah. you know, okay. absolutely. He also Fair sees enough. through Hinder and shoots out of adjacency, which is big. Yeah, I could see. And in all fairness for him, there's no bad Black Lantern chase. Um, we're putting, comparing them to each other. Wonder oh, Woman, yeah, sure. I think, yeah. is still... That, that's where they, they... We may be knocking some of these figures, but every single one of them is playable. We're just comparing them 100%. to even better figures. Yeah, Agreed. That's the only Agreed. problem. Yep. I would agree with that. The only... I wish Green Arrow would be much higher on my list if he had two targets. Yes. It, all If he just yep. had two targets, I would love him so much more. I mean, you could Billy Club some him. Billy Clubs? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you lose the blades, and that's his one trick, and I think that's exactly why they gave him one target, but yeah, I completely agree with right. he needed two that's targets. Right. Uh, next is Hal Jordan. So Hal Jordan is 60 points. He starts with, with winning shot, pulse wave, and a defensive power, which is barrier and ESD and toughness, and then perplex. He does also have the Green Lantern team ability, so he can carry the whole squad up if he needs to. He has a trait, which is willpower, friendly characters occupying any friendly grave train marker that can already use or can use willpower if they can already use it, increase their result by plus one. So giving your whole team willpower is great. And really the only person that he will increase the willpower with, I believe, would be Necron because he has cosmic. So uh, that'll be the Two only... through six willpower. Yep. Uh, and then you heal up. Really... You heal him up, he doesn't change that much. His attack doesn't change, his movement doesn't change, his defense goes up by one, and his damage goes up by one. So he doesn't really improve that much when you heal him. Uh, he is your barrier piece for your, or one of your barrier pieces for your Black Lantern. So he, to me, I may be wrong, but he, again, is one of the lower Black Lanterns out there, I think. I would agree. I think there was a little bit of mispotent. I think he provides a lot of utility but I think that the utility is often you got to weigh it against the prep. Like, I don't think he it necessarily is enough to make him in your top cut. I think for an attacker, for the 60-point range, people are going to be looking at Manhunter probably instead of him. And I think that's the only thing is that the, you know, you'd have to choose between him or Manhunter if you're willing to spend 60 points. I think Man, uh, Manhunter wins out on that. It's his only drawback. I think if he was 50 or something, he would have skyrocketed in popularity. I think he kind of falls in this gray area when people are looking at all of these. He kind of is the forgotten one where people talk about Wonder Woman as the not-so-good one or maybe Aquaman's the not-so-good one and then people love Batman and Superman and then Hal Jordan's like, oh, yeah, he's there. He's whatever. Yeah, now I'm gonna defend he can, he I'm can gonna defend equip, I like him. He I can like equip him. the ring, which is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, his second trait um, is exactly why you would play him over Manhunter. Now, I prefer Manhunter myself, but that trait, because we lost Sakari and Iron Man, so we lost a big Pulse Wave piece. He has a Pulse Wave piece that gives them action tokens, and they cannot remove tokens except by clearing. That, that is, is huge. That is big. I the only agree. problem he had is I wish that special defense power would have had Barrier as free, make two free squares of Barrier. Yeah. Um, that's And he should have had Barrier as a trait. I like his barrier though when you're because turn one 
you know, like you're, or it just buys you a little bit more time to get some heals in <laughs> with some barriers. And like you said, you can equip him with, you know, or, you know, you can drop some, um, some stop signs or whatever you're going to do with your yeah. lantern, you know, and all it just gives he's, he's a big utility piece, which I like. The only question I have is, is it worth the 60 points for all the utility he provides? Cause he does provide a lot, but is it worth 60 points? I, I think shutting down an opponent's team, I think that's why he's 60 instead of 50, is by giving them an action token that they can't remove. Right. Um, yeah, I've, I've, like, from the perspective of us looking at Black Lantern, I, I think, yeah, he's one of the lower of Black Lantern, but if you look at what he's like in Justice League keyword or Monster or, or even Green Lantern, if you're looking at other themes, I think he's a really good piece for that. Um, I've We've also got in our team over here... Um, We've got someone who likes to play Hal and Sinestro, and this actually gives us a Hal that's modern again. So we only had a target of Sinestro on BTU from that legacy Hal and Sinestro duo. Mm -hmm. um, so now there's a Hal that's modern that you can target as well if you want to play that 150 and Pinata out, uh, the Yellow Lantern yeah. Sinestro. Yeah. Very true. Good point. Uh, and the last one is, I think, the dark horse of all the Black Lanterns, and that is Lissa Drake, the legacy card. So... What can she do? She has two traits. First one is when an opposing character uses outwit, steel energy, or regen. After resolutions, you may generate a grave hidden terrain marker in their square. So lots of outwit out there, so she can make those pretty quick. And then her big one is her other trait, which is opposing characters occupying or adjacent to any friendly grave terrain marker modify their combat values by negative one when attacked or being attacked by characters with the Black Lantern keyword. So bring in all your values down by one. There's going to be a lot of grave terrain markers out there and you don't even have to be in it. It's just next to it too. Um, so that's pretty big. And then she does have perplex, but only to neg neg negatively modify combat values. When she uses it, the target can't heal until your next turn. So that could be a big one for going against black lanterns or for, um, uh, Carnage Surfers or for Mephisto sideline shenanigans, stuff like that. She is 45 mm -hmm. points. She is sidestep. She is barrier as well. Um, I think a lot of people are bypassing her because she's not really an attacker. She's a support piece. But the fact that you can just drop people's combat values by minus one, and it's not just like their attack, it's everything. It's range, it's speed, it's attack, defense, damage, everything by one is big. So I like her a lot. Yeah. Uh, me, me too. I certainly didn't bypass her. Another thing with that perplex is targeting like a APOC with a soul sword. So yeah. you know, you, you're not able to heal now, so you can do double mystics back. But that's great. Now, um, now you're actually going to chew through those three clicks most people are playing APOC on. So I'm, I'm a fan. She, she made my team, which we're getting close to talking about. But uh, yeah, I, I like her. I've already got the figure. I just need the card. So yep, I have the figure. I saw that someone was selling the card for 30 bucks on eBay. I snatched it up right away because I think that card's going to go up more than that. So uh, I'm excited to play with her. Uh, Mike or Miles, you have any thoughts on her? Uh, uh, I think that okay, she... Uh, sorry, Miles. Um, I, I think that I agree that she is probably going to be overlooked in favor of like an Aquaman. I think that most people are going to be like, okay, I'm going to get Necron and then I'm going to go Batman. And I think people are going to overlook her for the extra attackers. Also, just because just in terms of sheer value, you know, why would I pay... 
45 points for this character with six clicks when I could pay 40 points for a character like Aquaman and then heal him up. So he's got seven. He's durable. He's an attacker. He can keep healing. Whereas Liza, yes, has that utility, but she is kind of a sitting duck for some of it. And it's also a question of how value. I think that's another problem. Like I mentioned redundancy before, but I think the negative to uh, certain values is kind of, isn't all that important anymore i think that is becomes a little bit redundant when all of your black lanterns especially if you are getting your support roles like they're just going to have in so many insane stats you're not going to know what to do with them so i think that you're putting a hat on a hat by having elisa in my opinion i think that she will still see some play but i don't think she's at the top of many people's list she wasn't at the top of mine in 300 i have her on some 400 point stuff though for sure Miles, anything? Yes. So um, I at first didn't really think much of her, but um, her ability to, when someone uses that wit or to generate a grave terrain marker in their square is really huge, especially for Martian Manhunter who needs people to be in their squares. Um, I actually have a fun monster theme that um, team with the Black Lanterns with her as well, um, besides the, the dumb one that I decided that, no, this one's better. Um, that takes advantage of it. And that minus one combat values is huge because if somebody has running shot and they reach next to that, they also lose minus one to their range. So the combat values is, is huge, especially with everyone getting smaller ranges. So now someone that has a five range now only has a four range. And I realize the maps are smaller, but that minus one to range is huge, especially when that means that they would potentially have to waste a perplex on a range instead of their attack, which would help you. So now they're, Instead of getting perplexed, it's now minus one. So it's not even the same. So I think there's a lot to do that um, with her, especially with the amount of um, grave terrain markers that can be made. Yep, agreed. And Sinestro Core Ring is free. So yep. that's... Mm-hmm. That is. That, that's a good point. That's a big selling piece for her. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I forgot she had Sinestro. That definitely provides her with a lot more of utility. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk a little bit about building with Black Lantern. So first off, we're going to talk about just Black Lantern keyword, nothing else, and we'll see where we can get that. I'll go first because I have my team up, and then we'll go down the line. So if you're doing Black Lantern, first off, you have to play Necron. He's a must. So Necron at 40. Uh, You need leadership, so Superman's next, so he's 120. Then we got Batman. I think he's a staple of the team. You have to have him on there, plus he has the outwit. So that's another 40. You got Green Arrow for another 50 because he's your range piece. He turns off or kind of turns off people's super, uh, super senses. And he's got and he's just your range piece. And then you have both Scott Porters. And then you have the Indigo Ring Tribe Ring on the white suit Scott Porter. So that gives you double uh, support. So the white one gets support because of the Indigo Tribe Ring because he just has all keywords. So he has the Indigo Tribe keyword. And then the other one, the black shirt one, just has support as well. Uh, You are a theme team, so you do get a plus one roll to your initiative for the black suit one. And then he also has TK Perplex. That's always great. He has the community tokens, which uh, lets you re-roll one uh, roll per turn, whether it's someone else's shape change or senses or your attack rolls, whatever. He also has super senses and... Friendly characters modify their defense value when adjacent to a friendly character that they share a keyword with, so they'll always have a plus one. And then the white shirt one 
Uh, he is on a theme team, so they'll all get plus one attack. And then um, that's pretty much it for him. He does have their prob, too. So it covers pretty much everything. Green Arrow is your perplex. Uh, Superman's your leadership. Batman's your outwit. Uh, white shirt Scott Porter is your prob. And black shirt Porter is your TK and your perplex. The biggest problem that I have is keeping track of all the modifiers on this team <laughs> because everyone's going to have a plus one attack. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have a plus one defense as long as they're next to people. And uh, it's just a lot <laughs> to keep track of. So that's the team. It comes up to 300 points exactly. I like it. Uh, you kind of just have to hope that uh, Superman gets out there. So what I'm doing with this team, like we talked about before, is I'm healing up Superman first and then probably Necron. Uh, hopefully I can get them both to full. If not, I just stay in my um, starting area and do it again. And then remember that the black shirt Scott can, on the second turn, just heal somebody for a click at the beginning of the turn. You can't do it uh, first turn, but you can do it the second turn. So you can heal this team up pretty quickly. Uh, you don't need to heal Batman, and really you don't want to heal Batman because he's got the flurry. And then whenever you have a chance, you heal up your green arrow. So I like that team. Um it's sad that I say this, but I think Superman's the weak link because I wish I had more room for like Martian Manhunters and Aquaman and stuff like that, but you need the leadership. So, uh, and then obviously there's no Prime on the team, so Absorbing Man Prime is on the team. And I think he fits perfectly on a Black Lantern team because they have a lot of stainability, so he will be coming out very, very quick. And uh, he's really hard to kill. So it's just a real. The, the team is really hard to kill. I think both Scott Porters have stop clicks, or no, just the white shirt one. Um, but it just this team gives you everything you need, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, who wants to go next? Uh, Miles, you ha- you sent your team in the chat, so you do. Is yours a Black Lantern team? Uh, Miles is not there. Mork, what's your Black Lantern oh, team? Okay. Mine's actually very similar to yours, Adam. So um, I've got Superman at 120. Um, I've actually got him with Billy Clubs, and I've been questioning that thought for a while, but it's there. Uh, running Lister Drac uh, with Sinestro Coring at 45, uh, Batman at 40, Necron at 40, uh, Scott Porter, same as you, with Indigo Tribe Ring and Black Shirt Scott Porter as well. Uh, Sideline, similar. I've got Absorbing Man as well. I'm running Scrappy Doo just because celebrity keywords out there on the Porters. Uh, Mystery of the Strange Cube and Foul Play and Funland for mystery cards as well, just because we've got some stuff out there, and Murder in the City Enduring as well. A couple of tarot cards too, High Priestess uh, for the plus one to single d6 roll. Page of Cups for free regen, uh, Ten of Pentacles giving uh, Hypersonic uh, to remove an action token, so using that off um, when we use Superman's Hypersonic. Uh, Nine of Swords for Precision Strike bonus as well. And then Queen of Wands just for the plus one to D6 rolls. So um, I like my tarot cards and I like chucking Scrappy in the sideline if I can. Um, But yeah, that's kind of my team. Very similar to yours, I think. Yeah, the difference was Lissadrac, which gave me that Sinestro Core Ring as well. Um, Yep, I forgot about Scrappy. I got to add him to my sideline. That's a good call because I is the... Is it just the porters that have the celebrity keyword? Uh, or is Batman Detective also? He is Detective, so he could come in for Batman as well. Yeah, yeah. so you've got half your team can be target. So, 
There you go. That's me. I, I think like Miles that. sits back now. All right, Miles. So yours is not a Black Lantern team, correct? It's almost a Black Lantern almost. team. Almost. Okay, so hold on to that thought real quick. My, uh, yeah. Mike, do you have a Black yeah. Lantern team? I do, and mine, I think, is like what most people, what you two already s- said, is mine is very almost identical. And I think most people are going to, if you're playing Superman, your team looks almost identical to this. It's like Superman, I got Necron at 40, double Scott Porters with the Indigo Ring, Batman, and then you just try and figure out what to do with the remaining 50 points. I have Aquaman on here. I could make, I, I could uh, be persuaded to try to give Green Arrow a shot. But uh, yeah, that's I, mine is almost identical to yours, Adam, and our other friend here. But yeah, so that's me. I don't feel guilty about having Superman for the sole fact that he is going to get with the heels. I mean, you have, you know, with the Scott Porters and the Indigo Ring, you have like a 66% chance or higher that you're going to get, uh, you know, at least three clicks healed on your first one. So he's going to see top dials at some point and then at that point he's just insanely hard to kill and i think the other problem with black lanterns is you're going to see a lot of other black lantern teams i think that it's an insanely popular team right now that everybody's going to want to try out i think we're going to see it a lot for those people who go to the orlando event so i think that if you do see like martian manhunters or uh how jordans or anything superman is just gonna i think slice right through them like butter so i think if you're playing another black lantern team that doesn't have superman i think superman rocks them pretty hard so that would be why i would pick superman over not having him yep agreed uh yeah i think with black lantern if you're strictly going black lantern you do have you don't have a lot of wiggle room. I think the white shirt porter isn't a, a must, but the black one is, a, or the whatever one has all keywords. I think it's the black one. Um, so you really yeah, have, yeah, you really have like seventy five points ish to play with because you you need Necron, you need Superman, and you need Batman, and you need the black shirt, Scott Porter. So Agreed. you could play. I don't think you ever play Wonder Woman. The only reason you'd play Wonder Woman is if you don't have any other choice. Yeah. I think Hal is an interesting choice because he's your big taxi and he's your pulse waver. But pulse wave is always good. Aquaman's good because he's got the poison. He's 40 points. He's super cheap and he's got really good stats. So I think you have like 75 points of wiggle room on that team for whether it be equipment or. Um, Whatever else have you, Mork? I like the Alyssa Drake with the Sinestro ring because that gives you two ring bearers on the team. That's a good call there. Um, so yeah, I think it's about seventy-five points of wiggle room on that team from the must-haves. Uh, Miles, so co- what about your almost Black Lantern team? So uh, my original idea was what everyone and their mother had, which is with throwing Apoc and Genesis on there. And you know what? That's just not fun because I want to try something different. Um, so I went with Monster. Um, Mar- I played Martian Manhunter at 60 because um, he's my preferred main attacker at the moment just to build around him. Um, Alyssa Drake with the Sinestro Core ring. Um, Batman. Now, this is where, like you guys were saying earlier, you don't want him to heal. and so, But you still want him to be an attacker. So I, I actually gave him the web shooters. <clears throat> so he's going to flurry with end cap, stopping people um, they can't clear. Unless they uh, or they can't like take off action tokens without clearing, so you're still able to keep them on that good click. 
um, Necron, obviously, and then Scott Porter with Indigo Tribrink. And what I'm going up to make it a little bit different is uh, the the Joker Ellie that you could only get during Battle Royals. Um, the reason why I chose him, he's 75 points. I know he's a lot, but he has a free that you can do up to three times a turn where you choose a non-debris terrain marker and you place it up to one square away from its current square. So you can do that three times. Um, so that's really huge, especially with placement of if you need someone, if you need Barry to be out of the way, even with a stop sign, that's huge. Also with your Batman, you can place your hindering terrain to make sure that it's going to be blocked. Um, he also has that wit, perplex, and prob. Grand, you have to roll and you could lose if you roll a one or a two. And then he has a special damage power that gives him shape change. And when he uses force blast, outwit, perplex, poison, or probability control, he may do so so as if he occupied any square with a terrain marker within six squares. And the ability to move around those terrain markers is extremely huge. And that's why I gave him the red ring to give him penetrating poison. So it's 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 board manipulation. It's more of a fun team. It's nowhere near top tier um, Black Lantern core team. But it just gives that, that extra option of fun. Yeah, fun teams are usually the best teams to play. Yes. Um, Mork or Miles, did you have another team besides just Black Lantern? I'm working on mine right now, so if you have one, go ahead and go over that one. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I, had, yep. I have an Araco, um, which this is the one. So I have a... With Martian Manhunter equipped with Mercy to give him blades, um, Necron, Batman, and Aquaman, they're all unequipped. Then you have uh, Apocalypse at 35 with a sword bearer, and Genesis at 35 with a sword bearer. And then you have uh, Scott Porter with the Indigo Ring, obviously. And then you had five points left, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and throw on Scott Crampton Pog because that, um, that enhancement for Necron is huge. So he's going to be. If you heal him up, potentially you can heal him up to be, and he'll be a twelve for five. So that's where I went. And the Apocalypse Genesis is there to give rollouts to Aquaman, Low Dial Necron, as well as Manhunter with that Mercy. And the Mercy allows him to pretty much prob his attacks. Okay, fair enough. Um, Mike or Ma Ma. Well, we have a lot of M's today. Mike or Mark, do you have another team for Black Lanterns? I uh, I'd have to slap one together. Yeah. Okay. I so kind of, all, all my eggs in one basket. I was no, really happy. That's fine. So, so here's one that I just came up with. So it is a Genesis and APOC team. So it's Genesis with, Genesis with the sword bearer, APOC with the sword bearer, Black Skull, Necron, Batman, Mephisto, Scott Porter with the uh, Sinestro ring. I'm sorry, the Indigo ring because you want to heal up for Batman. Starfire, the 25.1 from the starter set for enhancement for Necron, like Miles was saying, and Prime Hulk. So, I don't know what you attack on this team first. <laughs> Is if I'm looking at this team from across the board, uh, because you have Hulk uh, healing up a bunch because of his uh, trait. You got the Black Skull, you got the uh, Genesis and Apoc that have the stop clicks. Probably you're probably going after Batman to be honest. But then when you kill Batman, you're bringing in um, Scrappy Doo. Necron's going to be at full shooting from across the map. Mephisto comes in per usual. Scott Porter has a stop click, and then Starfire is just there for the attacking and for uh, the enhancement. So it's how many figures are on this team? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
Uh, the one thing it is missing is barrier, but you can get that with the indigo ring. So it's not um, uncalled for that you would do barrier every now and then. But um, you're only healing Necron because uh, you don't want to heal Batman. So he's getting the full pretty quick. So that's just a team I slapped together. Um, Scrappy Doo's on the sideline. I don't have any tarot cards or anything like that. But it's a lot of healing, uh, and it's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sturdy. It's, it's hard to kill a lot on this team. <laughs> Do you guys think that Black Lantern is going to see a lot, uh, is going to start to dominate the meta a little bit, or do you think that people are going to be prepping against it? How do you, that's a good question, how do you prep for Black Lantern? What are some strategies to prep? Now, you could play the death card, obviously, but you got to get lucky for that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Lissa Drac is technically a prep card for that, or prep figure for that one if you can perplex somebody. I think the the prepping you do for Black Lantern is just get in their face fast. You have to hope you go first, yeah. and then you just run into their starting area. And mm -hmm. hope for the best. I, I know that sounds like a horrible strategy, but um, <laughs> but you, you have to kill Necron. Like you, that's yeah, you have I think to that's kill Necron. Like the Achilles heel. But that's I think the, the only the, way to do that. The scary part, I think, is that it can be done very easily, especially in a world with double Carnage surfers. Like, yep. I don't mm -hmm. think even a single Carnage surfer. Like if you don't get the ideal heel rolls, Carnage surfer just even if you do, like Carnage surfer can one shot this guy. Yep like no problem so 50 points to ko the 40 points and then the rest of your team even if you retaliate and kill the current surfer like your team i think the black lanterns on their low point dials without able to heal up is pretty lackluster i think that they they fall apart very quickly without necron so i could see that being a big achilles heel for this team is that you get a carnage surfer to just jolt up there and one shot with not even needing so i think you really got to protect him which it kind of makes me like how jordan a little bit better with some that barrier um mm -hmm. but yeah if you just get that one shot on necron even if he's top dial like i said a uh, carnage surfer just one shots him even from top dial and that's why i like um yeah, Lissa drake too because you can just double barrier if you need it or um triple barrier if you really want to with uh, scott porter so you could heal with Scott Porter, heal with the other Scott Porter, and then drop two uh, stop signs and make barriers, and mm -hmm. then just keep on healing up. Yeah, I take it back. He, uh, he wouldn't if you're at top dial. I don't think because Carnage Surfer deals four, right? So it would hit him to click three with the first attack, and then second attack would hit him to click eight. So Necron would still be alive if he was top dial. Yeah. The and he has to get up close. So if you're but, smart, you're putting Necron kind of in the back. But Necron is a giant, though. Yes, but he does have stealth. So you just put a sure, trademark sure. on him, and he can't range him. So he's sure. only hitting him for three then. But you do have to heal him twice to do that. That's where his... Um... But then that's, that's fine, though, because you have uh, Batman has that generator right. hindering terrain marker in Batman Square. Yeah. And with Necron, you can just generate inside of Necron Square by himself, and that way it's blocked, so he cannot be hit by ranged, period. I so if you put enough barriers around there, you do protect him with that. 
I do feel like they are going to, I can't say what, but I feel like they are going to errata something for Black Lanterns, whether it's the healing or Bat... I mean, the Batman line of fire thing is just ridiculous. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like something on Black Lantern is going to get errated. Maybe it's I would like to see turn. something like I the think. target token where you get extra points if they heal above their starting line. Um, I know, I know I've been trying to push that. Like if you heal, if he's at 40 and you heal him up to his 125 point line, he should be worth 125. I know a lot of people like, Oh, that's not fun. That's not fair. Um, no, you're still paying 40 points for 125 point character, but I'd like to yeah. see like you get 50 points if you heal above it. I still like that healing. Um, you get whatever that point value is they healed above. Like that means double surfer. You could lose a game real quick because they go from fifty to one seventy-five. It's going to change the play style. Those figures are still going to be the meta, but you can't just throw them in. Same thing with Prime Hulk. He's ten points that he, if you heal one click, he's now worth ninety. Um, it's still good because you still played ten points for a ninety-point figure. Um, so I think seeing that with how prevalent healing above starting lines would be is that that's now their new point value for purposes of ko i'd yeah, like to see no. don't get me wrong i'd love to see that i think hero clicks though unfortunately would really consider that their last option i think they would love to try everything else before they do because i could just see that being crazy and really just rock people a little too hard but for black lantern specifically i could see an errata being like one character per turn could receive the healing yeah. that or could heal above their start line. yeah yeah something like that or they could only heal via their uh, steel because they all have steel energy, correct? Yes, um, yeah, or something yes. like that. They could only heal via their steel energy, which, in my opinion, would almost kill them. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, printed, no, you say printed keyword. Printed keyword. That's how you fix it, right there. So you say printed. So then he'll pass their starting life, he'll buy a character with the black, 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 yeah, essentially black lantern quarters just make it printed. Yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. the Scott quarters just make it broken. But that could also be said of a lot of other teams. Like I think with the Oh the yeah, Scott, Scott Porter is disgusting. Yeah, I don't know if they made the Black Lanterns first and then the Scott Porters or flip flopped yeah. it, but I don't think they were expecting that interaction, especially that he has all keywords. So, right, which is I, crazy because it was the first thing that everybody thought. Yeah, <laughs> Every, like this team, this Black Lantern stuff came out, and everybody, like, oh, immediately, like we had, it's almost solved. It was like, well, we solved it. Yep, this is the team you run. Yeah, this is what you do with it. And so, I, it's going to be interesting to see if it's even viable because there's tons of things out there like um, that are really good on paper, but when you get it in practice, it doesn't work so great when you're going against the meta. Black That's Leopard true. is a perfect example of that. Oh, Even yeah. with the interaction with Ant-Man. It's really good, but there's, you know, it, it's not as good as you thought it would be. So it's going to be really interesting to see how easy it's going to be, especially starting Necron at 40. And I think if, if this does end up becoming a meta staple, I think you're going to see a lot of people playing Necron at 75 just for that extra survivability from an Alpha Strike from a Surfer. That, that's a really good point yeah i think uh yeah we, everybody's been burned once or twice by it could, it's going to be so good and then it kind of yeah. falls apart i think that the black lanterns the only thing like i said i could see and that would be a, taking a little too long to get them online or like all it takes is those one or two bad support rolls like you just roll a one yeah. with your support on superman or something and then you know like there's blood in the water and people do get a couple of quick shots on him 
and then you go, oh crap, you know, I got I got a bad support role, and then he just got destroyed or taken down too far to like he's on his lower clicks where he's just on charge or something with some ten attacks, and people are like, oh yeah, he's he's not uh, hard to kill anymore. Superman though, with one heal, is still good because he gets that special damage power, so he gets all that close combat expert. But yeah, the bad rolls, especially like with, on a Necron, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, at forty or, points, or, he's just he's so easy. Yeah, but I, I could see bad support rules being something that hurts you. I yeah. think another thing that draw people to Black Lantern is they seem fun to play. Like, yep. I now this is me saying this, yes. and I can't believe I am saying this, but I don't think Black Lanterns are broken, but I think they're fun, and I know that contradicts everything I've ever said in HeroClix when it comes to the meta. Because, like, to me, like, MOE is not fun. It's abusive. So yes. I could just be talking out of my you know what, but I just feel like no, Black- Adam. <laughs> I completely no, agree. no, I, I completely actually, agree. Yeah, this actually revived a lot of my hopes for. I mean, you know me, I'm not. I've been a very big anti 300 modern for a long time, but Black Lanterns is one of the first strategies where it seems really meta, but it also seems really fun. And I think, like you just said, that yeah. is something that's been severely missing from the from hero clicks metaphor like there's just not a lot of teams that feel good to play they feel fun but they also feel fair like if you lose with black lantern yeah "Ah, you know i tried it and i lost but it was fair there were some holes in there they found them and i and i lost fair and square i think most people even those uber competitive players will be like it's not fun to play that five thousandth you know team like it's super meta and you're like really i don't think most people think it's super fun and that's why they get super frustrated when they lose because like i paid like fifteen hundred dollars for all these ultra chases and chases and then i lost due to one bad roll that guy and it doesn't feel fun yeah i don't know what it is about like carnage surfer and spider-man prime like i if you want to play those figures it's fine i'm not trying to diss you but they just don't seem fun they seem like the easy win it's, yeah, it, it's too easy. It's too easy. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a problem with, again, I'm not trying to diss anybody out there. That, that's what I think was the problem with Thanos was he was just a point and role play or a figure. There was no strategy. With these, there's grave markers. There's do I heal this guy, um, stuff like that. There's more to it than just point and click. And I feel oh. part of that was Saki. Part of that was uh, Prime Spider-Man, Carnage Surfer, MOE. To me, is just abusive. Um and, and yeah, I've good. Yeah, I de- definitely agree with you, Adam. Like, I, I think Black Lantern's more interactive, and and like um, you just said a moment ago as well. Like, it's not a guaranteed win. Like, there's a chance to lose, and um, I think it was asked earlier. Like, do we see these as being the meta and how to beat them? But I'd like to see it just become the regular play rather than the meta, because I think it's a more fair audience than going up against Carnage and everything else. Like, yeah, sure. I'm one of those players that played states with double Saki, you know, MOE and uh, not double Saki, double Surfer and, and MOE and everything. But that was kind of beat us or join us, where if you weren't playing that, you were going to lose. I'd like to see meta shift away from those pieces. And there's so much fun in this set. So much fun. Like, this is what Heroclix is about, is having a good time, not paying $1,500 to win. Yeah. Now, I'm speaking of doubles, I'm not going to say this is going to happen, but double, double Necron could be a thing for 40 points. Or 80 points, actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's actually a very good point. Um, because people... if Because Necron, I think... 
is your first target if you're playing against a Batman team and or a Black Lantern team. And if there's two of them, that changes your game plan quite a bit because even if you commit to killing one, there's still the other one that's going to be able to heal people up. So I don't think it's out of, out of the question for people to play double Necron. Well, it's, it's actually really smart too because at 40 points, you have a seven range that ignores everything pretty much you know, on an outdoor map because he also has improved target hindering for uh, prop. Oh, and so chuck another grave marker wherever you want as well. Like, yep. yes, that's exactly. a really good point, Adam. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but I, especially in the mirror matchup, that I think is it would definitely help you stand apart. Yeah, you're playing yeah. against another Black Lantern team where they just have an extra attacker. If you have an extra Necron, like you cut a, you know, an Aquaman, or you cut a green arrow or whoever you know that last like tertiary attacker like maybe you run martian or superman or whoever and you put instead of aquaman or something you put in necron i think a second necron i think is actually a really good idea because even if you heal them up like you just uh miles just mentioned you have seven squares of having like a 11 12 attacker with like a five damage from porters or something that's psychic blasting for you know five four or five clicks that's pretty still a really good extra attacker if you need it with the free barriers that's a really good idea yeah like if you do a superman double necron batman double scott porter you have 10 mm -hmm. points left over so you could put a sword on batman i've heard people talking about doing um colony to give him exploit or pogger pog to give him uh, the three range for mm -hmm. up close um it's like i said it's not that out of the ordinary to do that and also, people have to rem remember that when something dies um, with Necron, you just heal a Black Lantern character two clicks oh, on top of that. So, and that you doesn't stack that though, can you? Like, does, if you had I two think Necrons, you can, you because it, it does not say once for all characters with this trait. Um, so you can heal four clicks off one KO. That's insane. Or I, even if your one Necron dies, it would still give more survival. You're still getting the benefits, yeah. Necron, right? yeah. Like if you only heal one and they kill the healthy one, your weaker one is still going to get healthier See, and, and that's that's going to be the change right there because that's exactly the point. I think it's going to be double Necron, and it's going to be the change. Ooh, it's going to say we just unique on modifier for every character yeah. That has this you know, once yeah. per turn when an opposing character is KO'd. That's where it's going to change. Because if you have double Necron, you're not healing four clicks. They have that seven range. Like, that's nasty. Yeah, that's, oh, that's and second KO'd. So then you, yeah. can, so you can send your Superman out there, KO something really quick. Now something's healing four clicks mm -hmm. with two Necron. Oh, yeah. Or even with fire. Even Wait, um, when your friendly character dies? No, it's when an opposing. Die. Oh, okay. Heal a friendly character with the Black Lantern keyword. Oh, okay, okay. The other thing is he's cheap for the yeah. valuable. You know, like he's he's a rare. So you know, yeah. you know, instead of having to buy the fifth chase or hoping you pull, uh, you know, whatever, like maybe you pull a super, a Batman or a Superman, and then you buy yourself supporters or you trade for another one, like your Necrons are going to be on eBay for fifteen bucks. So yeah. if this was the Ultra Chase, bucks, the same dial, he'd be. So playable as Ultra oh, Chase, we wouldn't have to change a thing. Yeah. He, he could have left us and made him an Ultra Chase. I think he's just talking um, cost wise and. No, I, I, no, that's no, no. What I'm saying I'm, is that it, as no. an Ultra Chase, no, as a rare, he's affordable for everyone. And that's what makes this strategy viable, I think, for everybody and why it's fun. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just I was just going to say, I think he's the new Molecule Man. 
like you just the value you get for this rare figure is insane and yeah. he he's probably going to be a 25 30 dollar rare i'm convinced i'm just i just took him out of my i just took out uh dropped aquaman and put necron in <laughs> yeah um, necron because out of out of my case i just pulled one necron i did pull a necron at the pre-release so i do have two of them but he's i mean that's what we noticed at worlds yeah he's a one hard one case. these are hard rare to pull yeah. One per case is what we've been noticing um, from all the battle royals at Worlds was one per case. So hmm. now there is an argument that he probably I, I like it that he's not a chase, but I feel like he could have easily been a chase. Oh, yeah, ultra or, chase. Or a prime or a prime or something. I just I, if he was a prime, I don't know what his A slot would be. That's true. But yeah, I could have seen it just so that it's harder to play Black Lantern. Like you just, yeah. you just make him a prime just to make you like, eh, do I want it? You know, like, am I really that committed to it? You know, just that. One he should be a unique. Oh, that's sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe the, all the, of them should have been unique. Maybe that's a change they'll make him as a unique if people start abusing the double Necron. Um, I don't think all uh, of no, them. No, they'll really just change it. it. I don't think any of the other ones you really gain yeah. from having two of them. I don't think any of the uh, other Batman. Ones. I, I, I don't know if you'll see so many changes. Like, I know we're talking about Arada and making him unique, yeah. but yeah. like th th this team to play Black Lantern, it's mm -hmm. not like MOE. It's not like play one and you've got access to six and whatever suits the moment. Like, you've actually right. got to build around the whole team. This is like, you know, 250 points of commitment because. Porter's mm -hmm. 50 with, without thinking about it for nearly any team now, um, mm -hmm. at least 25. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's where this team will be safe. And, and it's not infallible. Like, you know, you can hurt these teams really quick if you get up close. You know, mm -hmm. Batman sitting on willpower. You know, you've got others sitting on willpower. Like, We're it's just not a nice even, place to start. Even my biggest fear of playing with this team is shape change super senses because you really yeah. don't have a definitive answer for it, especially with the rotation of the Necro Sword. Superman yeah. is very, very, very likely to still miss. Like he's scary, but all it takes is a Surf Carnage Surfer to roll one of his two rollouts and pff, you're That's toast. why I'm or, saying Or a prime Spidey who's got a fifty fifty shot at it. Mm -hmm. And That's I think why that only guarantees. Yeah, so I think that it's. It, I think that that is the true biggest uh, crutch for this team is not having no definitive way to, you know, success like reliably ignore those. And I think they're. You everywhere. also don't have many as well. Like, there's not a lot of rollout within That's the team. True. That's a so, good point. so your resilience isn't quite there compared to other figures. So yeah, I think it's fun though. Like, I'm, mm. I'm happy to give it a play. So. Yeah. I completely agree. Very fun team. And Black Hand, too. Like, I know we were saying that he's the worst. For budget players, I think there is room. You don't need to have all the chases. If you have 50 points left, you know, and you'd like to play, you know, like a green arrow and all you have is Black Hand, that is by no means a bad choice. He is yep. pretty decent for 50. Yeah, I and think... That's what... what's really good, is that literally no one with this keyword is bad. Yeah, for me, my only thing drawback now is just hearing about the double Necrons. For for having, <laughs> oh no, for sure. If you have one Necron yeah. and you want to play Black Lanterns, I I think you fork over the extra twenty thirty bucks to get a second one. If you're that, if you can't afford an extra chase, I don't think my first choice anyway would be to reach for Black Hand. I would reach in my wallet for another twenty thirty bucks and get another Black Necron yeah. over. But 
I mean, with with what you're saying, Miles, about budget players, like look at Pulp, right? Necron's yeah, rare. Yeah. Necron and Black Hand could be Necron really and Black nasty. Hand is gonna be, I think, real yeah, it's gonna be extremely fun, I think, in Pulp. Mm. That's a really good point for Pulp because those two together, yeah, they could really just give your team that extra oomph that other players are like, oh man, now I got a full, like, it's Pulp and I have that full-powered Necron because I don't didn't have as many options to race across the field and do a bunch of penetrating damage. So, like, now they are full-powered, you know. Yeah, you play Necron at 75 for Pulp, 100%. Right, or something like that. Yeah, so I think, yep. yeah, Pulp is a great thing to reference also. Like, these two are definitely some super high value budget friendly players for pulp. Yeah. 100%. But that is Black Lanterns before we end the podcast. I did have some people ask some quite or not ask some questions, answer some questions. And the two questions I asked was who was their favorite Black Lantern and which Black Lantern needs to be made still in hero click form. Uh, Jason Phillips said, my favorite from the set is Black Lantern, and Dr. Light or Maxwell Lord would be interesting uh, Black Lantern to see in hero hook form. They actually did make a Maxwell Lord, but he was pretty trash <laughs> when he came yeah, out. He was. Um, so they do need to make a new one of him. And then uh, David Jenna says, we need a Black Lantern Azrael. I didn't even realize uh, Azrael was a Black Lantern. So 100% yes just by looking at the comic panel that he put on there. Uh, Kenneth Reno said, we need a Black Lantern legacy card for Black Lantern Zoom from the Flash set. Yes, however, mm -hmm. I don't think... Having a legacy card for a Super Rare Prime is a lot to ask for. It would be awesome to have a Black Lantern Zoom back. But, of course, they, they did say they would never do it for a chase, and they're going to be doing it twice. Once with the... Um, Rick Jones, and now with the Iron Man from Avengers Assemble. So we might. Um, Terry Cluthier uh, says Sandman, Dr. Midnight, uh, Mr. Terrific, and Johnny Quick and Solomon Grundy and Jade. Were they all Black Lanterns? Was Solomon Grundy a Black Lantern? If so, that's amazing. I'll have to look it up. Uh, People might be calling out what they'd like to oh, see as Black like Lantern. See. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Christian uh, Diego says Black Lantern, Hawkeye, and Hawk Girl, and also Elongated Man. I'm gonna look up so, real quick. No, if if a character died, they did become a Black Lantern because there actually is a prelude to Blackest Night, uh, Solomon Grundy, Black Lantern. So yes. So just if you died Solomon in the DC Grundy. universe, you were a Black Lantern. Yes. Uh, the picture that I sent is actually my choice, and that's Chip. I think he was only in Chip a the Black Lantern. That is a rabid Black squirrel Lantern if I've ever seen it. Yes, that's he, he. That's the only panel he was in. He was only in panels. They never really, but yeah, if they died, they became a Black Lantern. And they didn't really have. And, you know what we didn't get from this set, which I'm surprised at, with all the Black Lanterns, is we didn't get a new Scar. Mm -hmm. He was a he was a big one in yeah. the. Uh, Black Lantern universe. So I'm surprised we didn't get that one. Um, or even a Spectre or something. Spectre would have been Spectre cool. was a big... Who was the big head guy uh, from War of uh, Light? Zalius Ged or something like that? Gallius Zed? Uh, Gallius oh. Zed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, w I was expecting Gallius Zed and Black Hand from War of Light to get legacy cards and was sorely disappointed on both. I think <laughs> they didn't do... like I, I picked up a Black Hand from War of Light uh, hoping for a legacy card, but I think they 
they did that so you just couldn't give anybody the Black Lantern keyword because you yeah, get that's you, gonna be broken. Yeah, you give uh, that to like a zombie click and they're just dumb. Or you give it to I don't know who's another low uh, figure that has two apocalypse apocalypse yeah <laughs> good Genesis, god 35 points for 295 like that's that's exactly why we don't need anyone to ha- be able to give out the black lantern keeper. then i would He's say black guy. lantern is broken if uh that yes. guy got a legacy card if anything they would just yeah. say um if there would be restrictions on his leg or his possession but um yep. yeah that yep. would just be insane to give like an apocalypse or a genesis uh black yep. lantern um I really, like I said, I don't know much about Black Lanterns. Uh, I guess if if someone dies, anyone can be it. So my range of people is pretty open. Um, I just don't really have uh, Starro. <laughs> I know we're getting a red, or there was a oh. red Red Lantern oh, yeah. Starro. So why not Black Lantern Starro? Um, Going a little bit down the rabbit hole, I know the Starro fights in this set say something about if Starro is on the map, which really makes me believe that we will be getting a Starro at some uh, point. No, that was to um, same thing with the Ant Man Legacy card. That's since Silver Age is now an official Wizards oh, format. Gotcha. What I heard is that that's why we're getting figures that are actually meant to be played in silver. Um, right. From what I I heard, and I like that idea. Um, it helps them push that silver even more. Yeah, oh. I approve. I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, Star Wars is always fun. Um. So yeah, I guess I would go Star Wars as my Black Lantern. I don't know if you guys, uh, Mork or uh, Mike, if you guys said one to choose from. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually i I went with Trigger Twins. I know they're not that Trigger big, Twins. Um, but I I like figures that interact, so I wouldn't be looking at a duo or a triple or anything. But like I like like, like the whole Harley Ivy interaction, so I'd like two figures and being greedy, uh, <laughs> you know, that can actually have an interaction because they they come up twice. There's two iterations of them, um, so something a little left field. But if we're going with things that die that come back, um, it's never had a click. So I'd love Mogo. Give me a big black planet, like you know, give me a colossal I, Mogo. I don't want him as a black click. lantern. I want a map. I want, want a, a map. map? Yeah, yeah. Like po- yeah. So you could pay 50 points for it, and, like, he can generate, like, constructs or, like, he can attack from yeah. certain squares. I think that Absolutely, would be really man. cool. It. Have, I mean, yeah, it's going to be 50 points, but to have an interactive map, I think, would be so fun. And even if you're oh, playing a meta absolutely. team or a non-meta team, I think that that would just add so much to the game. We should write up a rule set. Miles, let's let's design a map of Mogo and write let's off what it. fifty points is worth. I'm down. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anti Monitor as a legacy card would have been cool. I think. I I almost wish to a point that when they do their legacy cards, so like the legacy cards for this one again, some of them don't make sense. Like Queen of Fables doesn't make sense. Calendar Man is cool, but doesn't make sense. Uh, Dark Side, I get it. It's a notorious set that works. But like the CSAs, those threw me for a loop. Hush throws me for a loop. I almost wish they would start making the legacy card themes like they did with Wonder Woman. So like I would have loved to have a Black Lantern legacy set. So like you do uh, Firestorm, you do Spectre, Gallius Zed, Anti-Monitor, uh, Black Hand, but you change them a little bit. Uh, there was a John Stewart, uh, Abin Sur. Um, I would Scar. like to have the a scar um 
I wish one of them had a way to make the reanimates. That would be cool. Yes. Um, because those were fun to collect back then. Uh, I would have even, we talked about uh, Prime Zoom, but I would love for them to make a uh, the Prime Wonder Woman legacy card. She just retired. Yeah, I think she just missed out on having She just missed stuff. out. Um, Harley yeah. Quinn, uh, Captain Boomerang. Uh, we don't really need a Hell Jordan because we got a new one. But, um, heck, uh, even if they want, like, Maxwell Lord, even the chases from the DC 10th one would have been cool. Um, yeah, I've been feeling like there's been a lot of misses with Legacy cards. Like, it just seems like they make some really bizarre choices with Legacy cards where it, 9 out of 10 of them are just, really, that guy? Like, yeah. Nobody, anybody like that guy, even when he was meta? Or I've had that complaint forever. It just seems like... They when, make one or two of them. Like one of them's like, oh, okay, that one I can see it, and then one's like, whoa, that one's actually pretty cool, and then the rest are just like, oh, they're garbage. Yeah, like, why well, would, nobody would want those. Like legacy card to me is a figure that had a impact on the game, like yeah. the they have the, a legacy. Yeah, like the back. Nick the Nick Fury we got from the last set. Like, what was the point of him or the Forge from Rise and Fall? I think it was. There was no point to make him a legacy card. Right. Um, the, yeah, there's just. Like, I don't even think any. Was that Miles? Yeah. I say it could be just the designers who might be a fan of that figure. Um, I actually was a huge fan of that Nick Fury figure, and so I could see me picking some dumb figure, um, just for laughs, like the Critical Mass Absorbing Man. Just I know people would complain about the sculpt. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, so I, I think there's a lot to do that with legacy cards with the designers. Um, I think. Uh, just because I looked at his card right now, the reason why they didn't make a Black Lantern anti-monitor legacy card, because you could just heal him, and you don't want to heal a Colossal <laughs> to the values that he gets. So I think that was one reason why they didn't do that for him. But, um, yeah, like I would have loved the Firestorm. I love that Firestorm from War of Light. I think he would have been a cool one. Um, even the Aquaman I, I, back then was cool with making the Dead Sharks. Yeah, that uh, Harley Quinn as well. That's I would have loved to have seen a legacy for that. That's an amazing sculpt for for something so long ago too. There you go. That's um, she looks gorgeous. And she could have either, and she could have uh, equipped the Red Lantern ring as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today's podcast. Uh, next week, I believe we're going to be doing our review of the set. So buckle down for that one. That might be a two-parter, might be a one-parter. I'm not quite sure yet. And then one thing I want to start doing because uh, it's come to my attention that Adam Friedman is going to be doing a fantasy clicks draft with all the content creators out there. So Aries from um, Dishing Up, um, Scott from Critical Clicks, Daniel Powell from uh, Clicks Off, and so forth. Um, he's getting all the content creators uh, along with me, and we're going to be doing a fantasy draft. We don't have all the details about it but i think in two weeks we're going to be talking about that if we are in a fantasy draft and it just works just like fantasy football if you guys are in that who would you take first who would you take second and so forth uh fun note miles you and i play this week in our league so prepare to lose um also fun note miles keeper was was uh russell wilson Broncos country. Let's ride. I'm two and one. I'm two and one. All right. Two and one. That wasn't because of Russell Wilson. I'm just saying that right now. 
Exactly. But um, actually, one of the games was. But I'm starting Russell Wilson this week just to spite you. <laughs> oh, I hope they get blown out 70 to 10 again. They're playing against the Bears. That's right. It's like <laughs> the worst game in the yes. 134 it's years of the NFL. Yes. I'm, I'm putting 20 bucks on it now. It's going to be 6 to 3. I heard they were moving that game to Wednesday at 3 a.m., so no one would watch it. That's what I heard. Yep. I heard that as well. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun things coming up. I actually was going to take a break from Clicks for a while, but there just seems to be a lot to talk about right now with the set and the fantasy draft and things like that uh, because there is this lull right now up until the uh, Champion Clicks event in about four months, three months, something like that. Four months because it's the end of January. Uh, so I hope to see everybody there. I know I'm going. Miles uh, was going to go, but can't. Mark, I doubt that you'll be coming up from Australia to go there. But then Miles, Unfortunately, <laughs> Miles, or, um, Mike lives in Florida, so he'll be there for the whole weekend. Finally, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, the whole time. Are you staying at the hotel, or is it a short enough drive for you? I will be staying at the hotel. No, it's about two hours for me. Nice. Um, so I look forward to seeing everybody uh, then. Oh, Mark, why don't you just mention what uh, you just put in the chat real quick? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Australian Nationals is going to be held in November. I think it's November 19th or 17th. Let me quickly look at my calendar. Uh, but that'll be hosted here in Victoria at Alternate Worlds. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Yeah, so 18th of November, 9 a.m., Alternate Worlds in Victoria. Uh, look forward to seeing everyone from Australia. And if you're not from Australia and you're in the area, feel free to come down and play. Um, we'd love to have you. As long as you don't mind escaping death every second of the day. You're safe in the comic store. Once you go outside, <laughs> we bear no responsibility for your life. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're out in the field, you're on your own. Um, but that is going to be our podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Make sure to check out our sponsor over at Glass Candid Hobbies. He's, I'm sure he's doing his case breaks uh, soon, if not have done already. And then use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, to get 5% off your order. And then check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash CLIXINGIT for our monthly giveaways. Um, the end of the month is the 30th this month, but I do have a wedding, so I will be doing the giveaway on Friday. And uh, the new thing we're going to be doing is mystery boxes. So I hope everyone that won last month loved their mystery boxes that I gave them. Uh, and then I will be putting together some more this month for five more lucky winners. But thank you for everyone that supports us on Patreon as well. So, again, thanks, uh, Mike, Miles, and Mork, the three M's on the show today. Loved having you guys on here. Love talking about some Black Lanterns. Oh, and we'll yeah. see what kind of an impact they make at least until about another month or so until wheels drops and then it's going to be a whole new meta all over again but i do think monsters are going to be uh reigning pretty supreme for a while because it's going to be a monster filled a uh, couple of months in the meta so thanks again for everybody for listening out there uh and remember not all superheroes wear capes some roll dice have a good night <laughs>